Lordy, Lord, Lordy, and Bling Show. Lordy's starting to feel better. If you wanted to fast forward it, we have a little another interaction here where I tell Lordy just how effing pissed I am at him. I'm still so fucking pissed at him. I'm so fucking pissed. Anyway, I'm, I think it's so cool that you guys are here. In this episode, no, check this out. I'm being serious. Everyone, I need your attention for a minute, please. I have a very important announcement to make. It's very important. Eyes forward. Escuchen, por favor. Escuchen. Escuchen, por favor. Okay, everyone, listen up. This is important. I'm not delaying this any longer than it needs to be to hype it up. The importance, the severity. No, I really kind of opened up my heart and soul here on this episode. The last half hours. It's a tearjerker. But that's why you're here. It's for these deep these deep intellectual conversations. The things that get us through day after blood-sucking day. I love you guys. You're the best. Lordy, feel better. He's on the mend. (laughs) It's Tuesday morning. It's a bright and early Tuesday morning, and you guys stuck with me we're not late we're not late but we could be if we walked so we're gonna drive i have my checking routing number and account number and stuff direct deposit it's 7:45 right now i did not eat breakfast and i did not coffee and i did not button my shirt down all the way we'll worry about that when we get there so we have, we, last night, I, I thought I was going to go time it to see how long it took for, for me to drive there. But I didn't. I assume it only takes five minutes, but we're going to find out for sure right now. It's 7.45, and i got to be there in 15 minutes. I think it'll be, I think we'll make it in time. It's exactly 7.45 right now. We'll make it in time. Okay, before we go any farther, I have to... Send a voice message to my friend in Korea. Yeah, check that out. That's my uh, rearview mirror. I got the tag on my rearview mirror. I got a parking pass. But when we show up today, I look, I'm a lot more optimistic than I was yesterday about getting fired. Let's get serious. But we're not out of the woods yet. Tie light is not on. No tie light. We're not out of the woods yet. Uh, there's a chance we could get fired today and we're okay with that. We're not going to speculate though. We're just going to go with it today and we're not going to be late and it's seven, whatever time it is, 7.45. What time is it right now? 7.48. Okay. We're leaving right now at 7.48. That's the time. I did not have any coffee. I did not have any breakfast. I got to leave someone else a voicemail. Hang on. All right. I sent her a voice message. We're good. Tuesday morning. Still headed that way. What is the time? What is the time? 7.50. We got 10 minutes before we have to be there. We have 10 minutes before we have to be there. I did not... I did not eat any breakfast. I did not have any coffee. I did not make a podcast. This is not like me. Inside the ocean of you And I set fire to the sail That song is so, so good. Yesterday, the police were over here. But they're not here today, I don't think. But traffic was hella backed up. Hella, hella backed up yesterday. What time did we leave? 7.48? This idiot. It's like... This lane turns into its own lane and this person is like trying to yield. It's like, dude, you don't have to stop. Just keep going straight. Some people don't get it though. Some people struggle. Some people do. There's that creep with the mask who used to come around. The Shire. Oh, this is it. This is it. Turn right. How long did that take us to get here? Because it's 7.52 right now. Four minutes, five minutes. All I know is that when I get in there, I have headphones on and that when I get in there and if I don't get fired, I'm going straight to the coffee, straight to it. And I won't be able to drink it because it's gonna be too hot. So I'll just sit there. 
like a goon. Okay, we're almost there. We're early today. Whoa, whoa. It's 7.52 right now, so it takes us about five minutes to get here. Which is, uh, yeah, it's... I'm gonna park an employee of the month. I'm gonna park an employee of the month spot. <laughs> They'll be like, who is this guy? You're not employee of the month, family health clinic. I'm the new employee of the month, okay, everyone? So just be cool. You guys don't know me. Look, you guys don't know me, but I'm the new employee of the month. Oh, that says three-hour visitor parking. Hang on. I'm gonna... I get here early just so I can drive around the parking lot and... All right, well, we'll get here five minutes early and that's enough time. That's more than enough time. So yesterday we got here five minutes late and today we get here five minutes early. Dude, we've got to play these mind games. That's how you get ahead in life. You play mind games with people. No, I I would have been here earlier. I would have been there here earlier yesterday too if I could have. I'm gonna park over there, dude. Just park over there. I'm gonna just park far away over here. I said my, I left my heart inside the ocean of you. I set fire to the sail. And I left my love. Okay, we're there. We're gonna be like four minutes early, five minutes early. All right. We're good. Park. Park it. Park, park. Well, yeah, no uh, podcast this morning. I didn't do the podcast the other morning. So that's like two days. And it's fine, bro. Nobody listens to it. Either. All right. You got everything. We got our face mask. We got that. We got our routing numbers, our bank, our direct deposit numbers. We got our keys. Let's go inside. We do not have... The one thing we do not have... Oh, I need to change my shoes. I need to change my shoes and button my shirt. My shirt is not buttoned down. I left my heart Inside the ocean Yeah, get out of these Nike Airs into some Nike Air Maxes. Out of the Nike Airs and into the Max. Alright, now let's go. We're all locked up. Oh, hold on. No, I got the headphones. Yeah, buddy. Let's go. I'm early still. Dude, I got my name badge and everything. Well, here we are. Day two. Uh, not fired still. So I guess we're part of this fucking company now, officially. Who would have... I would have never have guessed... We're on day two, and today's not bad at all. Probably got like another three hours left, but today isn't bad. <clears throat> it, we had wraps today. I had a vegetarian wrap. The steak ones looked very good. The steak wraps looked good, but I didn't eat. I don't eat meat. I'm a vegetarian. So I ate the veggie wraps. My body doesn't know what to do with it right now with the food, with the nutrients, because my body's usually, it's used to, um, my body is grown accustomed to uh unhealthy food mainly pizza and surviving off of pizza so now it's had this like healthy clean wrap with like vegetables and like kind of a lighter meal my body's like what is this like is this healthy food what is this it kind of wants to throw it up my body wants to throw it up it's like this is too healthy we can't it's my body is rejecting the health benefits of this food yes it is so things are kind of tense right now because just my body's like breaking down it's like this is too healthy we can't do this what are you doing bling what are you doing to us this is too healthy stop stop eating that healthy wrap don't don't drink any water you have to drink diet coke or like diet mountain dew if i drink water if i drink purified water right now my body will be like dude what are you doing to us 
this isn't this is too healthy this filtered water is too healthy i get coffee's one thing <clears throat> my body kind of runs my the blood my blood system my bloodstream it's basically just like black coffee is what it looks like just dark coffee is what my blood looks like it's kind of gross <clears throat> but it gets in these situations these sticky situations where now it's like dude that food was too healthy and now my body's like we must reject this healthy food <clears throat> i wish uh yeah i wish it wasn't that difficult for my body to to know what's healthy for it or what it man <clears throat> this job isn't too bad though so far i mean i'm still not out of the woods yet let's give it two weeks so let's give it until what the middle of september first week of september then we'll know for sure then we can start celebrating then we can go out to dinner and get uh, celebrate yeah your new contract but until then nah it's today's cool though hopes are higher i mean we are a little bit more comfortable in the idea of not getting fired within the first day so success as far as i'm concerned yeah this is a success sure <coughs> Compared to my last job where I was fired, fired on the first day. Yeah, this is... Oh, yeah, this is way better. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I got 20 minutes left of my break. In case anyone's wondering. Want to listen to some music? I brought my headphones to work with me today. Yeah, let's listen to some music. We're going to listen to um, Death by Water. Oh, wait. Oh, what am I doing right now? What am I doing right this very second? Sending Lord T.S. Eliot. <laughs> Sending Lord T.S. Eliot poems on my lunch break? Why? Why do you ask? Flavius, the Phoenician, a fortnight dead, forgot the cry of gulls in the deep seas swell. In the profit and loss, a current under sea picked his bones and whispers as he rose and fell. He passed the stages of his age, and you, entering the wolf bull, gentle or Jew, O oh, you who turn the wheel and look to wooden word, consider Phlebas. It was once handsome and tall as you. I guess I guess I kind of like poetry. I kind of like poetry. I mean, sort of. Kinda. All right, lunch break is over. Let's go back inside. Gotta work. Busy, busy, busy. All right, everybody. That's day two in the books. We are not fired. We believe it or not. Believe it or not. The job is a legit job. And we're there indefinitely at this point. We've made it through the first 48, the gauntlet of the first 48 hours, which has been notoriously my biggest hurdle to, over the last year, that's been my biggest hurdle. Yeah, it's three o'clock, we're done. I'm headed home now. Going, it's studio time. I have to do another podcast. I have to do another podcast. This one's not this one, it's a different one. But it's studio time. I also looked up electric scooters, man. Electric scooters? Uh, yeah, they're about $300, which I do not have. But I'm probably going to buy one because it just makes sense. But we're off. We got the rest of the day to mess around. We got tomorrow off because of my schedule. No, I just, it's a different schedule. We'll probably, we're swapping Wednesdays and Saturdays here and there. I need to be, I need to check some emails and get in contact with what's going on tomorrow. But for right now, for right now, oh my gosh, you guys. We made it through day two. We're th- that's 48 hours at a new, at a new job. Everything's all good. Can you believe that? Nobody's coming out. Nobody has come out and kicked me in the stomach yet. No one's come out and said, hey, bling, this is not supposed to be here. No one said that yet. In fact, they're like, hey, man, where are you supposed to be on Thursday? That's like they're asking me questions. I'm like, dude, I don't. I'm I'm relieved. I'm hugely relieved by this uh, turn of events of keeping my job for more than one day. Unlike last, the last job I had, it was a uh, it was a law firm job. I got hired on at a law firm. Yeah, I don't want to go into the detail, the dirty details, but yeah, I was hired on at a law firm, and uh, 
Well, some people, my fan club, bless their hearts, they had to... My fan club and their lawyers, and their stupid lawyers, their genius, well-read lawyers, who know the ins and outs of law, and uh, how to make people's lives miserable. Very highly respected lawyers, very aggressive attorneys who are very knowledgeable in making sure that they... um, file enough paperwork that's actually false. They'll file false claims. They're well-read, experienced attorneys to the point where they're so experienced that they know how to file false claims. And uh, if you are in the crosshairs like yours truly, like, like Bling was, and you're caught up in the crosshairs there, and those lawyers, they want to take you out, they will. It doesn't matter. And you can say, well, that's not legal, da-da-da, you can't do that. Like, no, it's not legal. No, they can't do that. But guess what? It happened. And then guess what? Nobody's in trouble for it. Just, oh, we made a mistake. Sorry, bling. Good luck. And, uh, well, sure enough, they succeeded at basically ruining my entire life. Briefly, briefly. Uh, or, uh... They ruined my entire life just for a minute, just temporarily, just a temporary hiccup in my life. No big deal. But it's really, I really have a new found appreciation for uh, lawyers and how brilliant and bright and smart they are. Let's make a podcast. We're going to make the podcast right now. It's the Wall Street Journal Headlines podcast. We're going to go do that. So if you're part of the Bling Vieira podcast, make sure to keep a lookout for that. Coming up here shortly in the next few minutes. And then if you're Lord and following this podcast, uh, we're going to be done here in a second. And then once that gets done, that'll get uploaded and then you can go listen to that knock yourself out dude I hate all lawyers I hate lawyers like it doesn't matter if they're like a real estate lawyer or like a criminal attorney it doesn't matter I hate you already and I don't is that prejudice or is that discriminatory is that what that is is that what that's called discrimination All right, so that's Lord and I. That's our interaction. That's how we just. That's how we talk to each other. That's the type of um, friendship that we have. I'm so fucking pissed at you. Okay, who's ready to go? Who wants to go right now? Who wants to go? Are we all ready to go? Yeah, that's the interactions that Lord and I have. It's just. Just I'm spitting on him, he's spitting on me, I'm just pissed, he's pissed. A lot of FUs, a lot of back and forth FUs. You ready to go? Alright, we're gonna go take a little uh a little walk out to the woods right now. We're gonna get deep walk out to the woods. Whoa. Dude, I don't know um what was going on today at work, but I did not get fired. And they took our blood today. They drew blood samples today. To see if they like have TB tests, it's like I think it's I guess it's technically for the government, man. I just was realizing I was doing a little bit of research, and I guess it's part of the government. Technically, like I don't know, I don't know how it's all uh, the structure of it. <laughs> but I mean, I just found out today, like a little a couple hours ago, I was like, oh damn, I think this is like part of the government. It's an arm of the government. So technically, I work for the government. Which, that probably explains all of the hoops that I was jumping through on this one. Because I was a little bit... Even I was like... I got like three quarters of the way through all the stuff that they're asking me to do. And I was like, come on. Like, you want me to do this in 48 hours again? Or you want me to do this when? I think I had to go get my passport. Like, I had to take a copy of my passport and stuff. But now, jumping on board, I was like... Maybe it was kind of worth it. Like, maybe... Like, if, if I knew now, knowing now, knowing what I know now, would I do it all over again? Probably. 
because it seems it honestly seems like once you're like in the system and once you get past this these probationary periods two weeks 90 days whatever let's just say once i make it in three months i don't think it's i don't think they can really fire you without like unless you really really mess up and you have to really mess up so I guess it's I dude if every day is like today like it was today if every day at my job I'm sure there's going to be stressful moments blah 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 but if the majority of my days at this new place are like they were today I don't know I don't know what I'm going to do I'll just be too happy I'll die from happiness I well kind of like that song hands down by dashboard confessional my hopes are so high that your kiss might kill me so won't you kill me so i die happy the truth is though i'm so fucking pissed off at him i'm so fucking pissed off at lloyd okay so can i just say that i've been getting into t.s Eliot now like poetry and stuff and i'll tell i'll talk about it later but I've been getting into a lot of some T.S. Eliot. Not a lot. I wouldn't say I wouldn't go that far. But I started to get into it. Let's just put it that way. But if you want to talk about it, like what really went wrong or like my experience with everything, I'm down to talk about it. I probably won't go into like specific details. We can go over there. There's rocks over there we can sit on. Uh, I won't go into like specific details and start naming names. But I can, I can talk to you like as far as like a timeline goes of what happened and maybe why and just sort of like the mental state I was in the hypocrisy of it all the paranoia like all of it yeah I could probably get into some dirty details I've got about like 30 45 minutes to fill oh yeah get ready everyone hang on we're on we're gonna go on a wild ride here once we get down safely to those rocks once we get to a safe distance okay just get in here and sit on these rocks and just hey we can wrap let's wrap sit on these rocks let's wrap preferably not the jagged sharp ones okay yeah these are good this is purple right here and hopefully this is like a good wind dam uh how about can you set it over here set it and forget it I just don't want to... Okay, like that. How about like that? That works, right? It's probably not loud enough. Is that the boss? It's probably not loud enough right now, but I'll get closer as we... as the story progresses. So if you go back a year ago, exactly back in August, I was not right. And you could say... You could blame it on whatever you want to blame it on. I have my reasons, but... I'd say the majority of it was like a social disconnection just from the pandemic and not interacting with anyone for so long and like staying underground and just kind of, it was also like a bunch of I told you so's, just me saying I told you so to everyone and complaining about everything all the time. I mean, admittedly, I probably wasn't even like, not even the, like I'm a fun person to be around now and I can kind of keep things moving along. But back then, I was probably not even like tolerable. Like I was a miserable person. That was just a year ago. But before that, like I always go in these phases. My life is just a bunch of like this phase, that phase, this phase, whatever. Sometimes they're longer than others. They're more pronounced than others. And other times they last like a couple weeks. So it doesn't, that's, that's just sort of my personality. That's how I am. But some people sign on for that as like, like if, as a friendship, you know, and they can't handle, they can handle the highs just fine. But when it comes to the lows, uh, so yeah, like a year ago, I was just kind of detached because of the pandemic and everything else, just a bad relationship, the pandemic, a bad situation. Um, I think I was pretty like disenchanted with life and just the way like how easily everything could be taken away so how quickly 
you could just try and try and try and then all of a sudden it's like oh we're gonna shut down the world because of everyone got sick everyone got the flu it just messed it just got to my head and it was like oh all these things that everyone's like dude you're nuts when people would say when people would say your body needs you know your body needs certain bacteria on your hands you know sometimes it's you know sometimes it's healthy it's a good thing if if you get sick sometimes it's a good thing if you get sick like shut what are you talking about it's a good thing if you get you you need certain bacteria on your hands look man i'm just trying not to get sick by you or anybody else i'm not contagious anymore no i'm not contagious anymore i don't have oh yeah (laughs) well you're not contagious anymore huh that's not contagious ah it's just that that's a it's not contagious it's like a it's a infection it's a it's a sinus infection. It's just a sinus infection, man. You can't catch it. It's not... No, man. Everybody, to me, before the pandemic, after the pandemic, during the pandemic, right now, this very presently, everybody, to me, always has been and always will be contagious. And that, that, that's why I'll probably not ever date again or ever settle down again because it's going to take... In order for me to open my mouth and like kiss somebody else, it's gonna be impossible. It's gonna be next to impossible because I'm gonna be like, where have you been for the last two weeks? If I haven't been with them for the past two weeks, then there's a good, like every waking moment, which is very not possible, not plausible to do if you're not kissing. I'm gonna be like, dude, I don't wanna catch COVID from kissing somebody. So I'm not going to kiss anybody. <laughs> it's just that simple. I'd have to really... They, like I said, I sound like a broken record, but they'd have to be really stunning. Like the Marriott girl. Dude, she... But I don't... I don't even want to, like, bring people inside either. In, into... Into the penthouse. Just because it'd be, it'd be too easy to get too much tail all the time. In my penthouse. So it's like, I don't even want to bring... I got to give it... I got to make it fair for all the other dudes. I got to make it fair for Lordy. Which, by the way, that is our interaction, where I just pretty much say to Lordy all the time, I'm so fucking pissed. Sometimes more than others, though. So I'm not even... A year ago, just like everybody else, I'm, like, not in the right mindset. Everything falls apart for me. I'm not going to go into details. Everything falls apart. Just completely. The wheels come off. For me, mentally, like, professionally, academically, whatever you want to say, everything fell apart. Like, it, it imploded. I blew up. I just lost everything. What would that be called? A nervous breakdown? Nervous breakdown, nervous breakdown. Basically. But it wasn't until, so that was August. So then you go three months, that's November. That's when we have problems, is right at the, like right around Halloween. And that's when, because some of the story that I'm telling right now is like, well, what were you, you know, like, what were you doing? What were you doing at the time? What were you doing? Like, that always, it's always really easy and really um, appealing to try to push, like, to place blame instead of, like, fixing a problem or solving a problem or being patient, whatever. It's always a lot easier, or just listening to the story, it's a lot easier just to be like, dude, well, what were you doing? Why was it your fault? I mean, it's my fault simply for existing to those people. It is. And it is my fault for existing. Okay, it's all my fault. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to go with at, like, fault or who deserved what. Pass judgment, push the blame. At this point, I mean, there's fucked up people that hate me, that truly hate me, deep down inside, at the bottom of their heart. They're evil people. And they're real people. Hate. Hate me. My fan club. But, uh... There's not a ton of them, so it's like you'd think I could just kind of move on with my life, 
But I had, I had so many obstacles and so many problems along the way that to like a normal, under normal circumstances, it wouldn't have even been an issue, really. I mean, besides like an inconvenience. But because it was a pandemic, like no one was going inside, no one's hiring anyone, no one's doing this. Like even if people are hiring, it was fast food and no one's touching anything, no one's interacting with anyone. It's the middle of the winter. It's like cold out. I actually, scrambling around, got, I like applied and became a Lyft driver and was doing like, I did a couple deliveries even. Dude, I asked the church for help and the church was like, can you work more hours? I'm like, you pieces of shit. I was so pissed when he said that to me. Because I... For one, for me, to, for me to ask for help, like, I'm pretty much drowning, if that's the case. If you hear me say, like, hey, man, like, full-on, not ambiguous, not trying to make up big elaborate stories, just flat out, hey, man, I need $400. That doesn't happen. And if it does happen, I, I need $400, like, right now whether it's a new tire or, or like rent or money got tied up and I you know what I mean and usually I could go to the check cashing store when something like that would happen I could just get a check whatever and money would settle 72 hours later whatever you get it but there's times when I'd be in a up against the wall but this time nah man I asked the church for help I, I spent a lot of time with the church, like, volunteering my time. Not to try to nickel and dimes, like, I've spent as many hours I should be paid, but that just goes to show, like, I wasn't just some... Like, there was some dedication there. But the way that I was treated and sort of... They talk about... I'm, hopefully this doesn't take too much of a turn into, like, religion and stuff. But I think as a Mormon and living in Salt Lake City, I could elaborate or shed some insight on American Christianity America's version of United, you know because Mormonism is the only American religion only major American religion. made in America not brought from abroad or overseas born in America the only born in America religion and you have people like fanatics you have a whole spectrum of people. I would say like there's like Utah Mormons and then there's probably like Phoenix Mormons and then who knows the rest of the world. But Arizona Mormons are cool as hell. Arizona, Phoenix Mormons are normal people for the most part, mostly normal. <clears throat> Salt Lake, Utah Mormons, that's a different story. Especially when you start to get into polygamous sects and factions, polygamous factions, you're gonna have a little bit of a sticky situation there on your hands. <laughs> it can get, get in the weeds. But to go with some of these fanatics that are claimed to be Christian and claim to be these like really Christian, like, oh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, it's in the name. See? We're not Mormons, we're Christians. We're Church of Jesus Christ. But they don't, they have a misunderstanding, a misguided perception of Christianity or at least what charity and virtue um what the pure love of christ would be there's a misunderstanding there clearly if the if the bishop of a church of a mormon church and there's a guy that says hey bishop i need some i need some help paying my rent this month he says are you working and the guy's like no nah, man that's why <laughs> like <laughs> that no no it's a, believe it or not bishop i'm not working right now because uh Otherwise, if I was working, I probably wouldn't have come by and asked you for some money, man. And I've, so I've done like administrative, clerical work for the church before. And not on a very high level, definitely a ground floor level still, but, or um, what do they call them? Rank and file, rank and file member. So just like on a basic level, I was never, I was like first counselor of like the elders quorum and things like that. So that's some insight, but I basically, what I'm trying to say is I saw these checks. I saw 
the checks that the bishops would cut to dudes for like, or to members, um, to people in need for car insurance or paying their rent and yada yada. I remember there was this big deal they made about they were only spent, supposed to pay like one month of rent for this dude's car insurance and ended up spending like six months. Something is a big deal. So like they do pay it and that does they do pay extra sometimes. And I don't think they ever got it back. So they paid for six months and they meant to pay for a month. The dude never gave the money back and blah. That's just how it was. And that was before. That was like long before when I was doing that. So later on in life, when I did actually hard times, pandemic, need the money, like today, like now. I mean, not like today. I needed it then. And to have the bishop just be like, can you work more hours? Just to have him be so disconnected from just what he's saying like can you work more hours like no i if i if i could work more hours it just seemed like such a scam to me like you're paying 10% like these people are paying 10% of their tithe as called tithing of their income or wealth or whatever they're paying 10% to the church so it's kind of like almost like an insurance policy if you did kind of, they're like oh you're but that's not how it is They'll just take your money and just be like, oh, I, but, and cut it to other people, I guess. I don't know. It made me pretty upset. And it, like, left a bad taste in my mouth. Because everything was already going wrong as it was. And I just kind of felt, like, suck up your pride, bling. Come on, just ask for some help. It's not a big deal. Never, never in my life have I done that. To the church, ever. I've always been kind of, like, guarded and standoffish. At the time, I was like, okay. Let my cards down. And then it's like, uh... I don't know. It's just another kick in the stomach that I didn't need at the time. I mean, I really did need some help pretty bad. And that's, again, it's like really easy to push the blame. Well, what were you doing? Were you getting drunk all the time? Or, and it's no, it wasn't that. There was like accidents that happened at the beginning of November um, that were so devastating to me. Um, just not even financially, not anything, but just like to my soul, like cut me to the core. Just really just caused some like deep pain, some real emotional pain. Um, I, I, so I thought that that was like the low point and I thought, okay, well, it can't get any worse than this. And there were some pretty bad times during November like some really bad times like getting evicted and like shit like that where I'm like scrambling around trying to grab things trying to figure out remember I was telling you I was like I lived over here for two weeks that's where I was trying to go from one place to the other before I had this other apartment lined up but it didn't open up until January I guess and so I was just running around oh my god that I'm trying to think of what day exactly. It was December 7th, I think, is what it was. I'm pretty sure it was December 7th. Should have been Monday. And that was a bad day. And I was so, like... I had so much anger and hatred and everything that had just gone wrong over November. And then on December, like the beginning of December, I'm still there trying to catch my breath, like gasping for air. And... This bitch over at the place I was staying, I guess the hotel I was staying at. One star hotel. <laughs> oh my God. She, she just didn't like me. She really didn't like me. I, like really didn't like me. I might have whatever, but like not always been on time. Or, but she, she was always giving me a difficult time or ignoring me. So, yeah, this Monday I was kind of behind. Okay, I'll t- for example, this is what I was trying to do. This is, the type of, this is the type of person she was. And this probably isn't even true. Like, she's just doing it to be a bitch. What she was telling me probably wasn't true. But I'm there, it's a Monday, it's December 7th, and I'm trying to pay. And she's like, you can't do half cash and half card. And I was like, well, that's all I got. So, like... I was like, I, I, if I can't do it, then I can't pay you today. We're going to have to do a little deposit here. And I'll have to, 
Like, it was just stupid. And I was like, why can't you take the cash in the car? She's like, well, it's just our policy that the payment has to be. And I was like, all right. <clears throat> I went back up to my room and I was like, I got to just try and buy another day here. Because there's no way this is going to... I just need to... It was just a very complicated process to buy an extra day so I could have these funds settle. You know, whatever. Just to have not cash. So I can make a deposit. And as I'm doing that, I think she called my room and she's just like, Bling, you're, you can't stay here anymore. She's like, we want you out of here. I was like, oh my God. Like, all right. I, that's what I was trying to do anyway. Like, nothing has changed. Thanks for letting me know. I'm trying to leave right now. And like, it was just so fucked up. Just the fact she wouldn't take my payment and the fact that she wouldn't like let me buy another night. It was just, I don't know. It was fucked up. It was just completely fucked up. So that happens. And I'm like kind of borderline home. But I have that place for two weeks that I had, which was a nightmare in itself too. God. That was... I, I blocked it out. Like I just blocked out that entire time. Pretty much from... Pretty much from November until June. Until like June 1st. I just... I've been gone, man. Uh, I'd say probably like April is when things started to roll. April is the cruelest month. April is the cruelest month. But I've, I did get everything moved over in time that her shift ended or something. She wasn't there anymore at the hotel. And the other like lady, she's like, yeah, just put it down in here. She's like, yeah, just get your stuff. Get your stuff, keep it down in here. And then once you're done, once you get moved into the other place, just come back and get it. She's like, you're coming back tonight, right? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, just bring it back in. It, it was just completely night and day, the way I was being treated. Like, I was trying to put this stuff in the room down there, and she, I wasn't allowed to. And then she, her shift gets off, and the new lady's just like, oh, yeah, we got this room down here. Check it out. <laughs> you can keep your stuff here while you're in between moving. I was so pissed off. I was so fucking pissed off. I move into this new place pretty much for two weeks. And I had like all my stuff, all of it. It was just all in this one room. And I was living with other people, but it was like a, you had a washing machine for your clothes. I had my own bathroom. I was like, I have to have my own bathroom though. And I had my own bathroom uh, and I had a coffee maker in there. And I just would, I would make all of my food and all, like, everything with the coffee maker. And the milk and stuff that I'd go buy, it was cold enough to where I could just close the bathroom door and open up the bathroom window. And just, I used that as, like, a giant freezer. So I put all my, like, milk and stuff in, like, the bathtub pretty much because I wasn't going downstairs to this kitchen. It was like a uh, communal kitchen, right? One of those things. And I'm already out of, like mentally out of shape and completely like a little bit detached still from a lot of things and um just my feet were not on the ground at this time but i think it was like the second or third night that i was there someone started coughing in like the next room over and they were coughing and coughing and coughing i could hear them in the kitchen I could hear them walking up the stairs. I could hear them outside just coughing nonstop. I remember like waking up, totally like blacking out, waking up, no idea what is going on for a minute, all frantic and panicky. And, uh, and I got like some fucking, some bullshit emails about, yeah, it's probably like what, the middle of December? This is the middle of December. Yeah, just like some more bad news, but I guess not bad, just like news. And uh, I just, I remember just kind of spiraling out of control. And that's when I was like, yeah, and then I go out here and take walks to catch my breath and like have panic attack. Cause that moment, I like ran out of the house. I couldn't take it, dude. I ran out because I was just confined in this space for so long because avoid this person coughing. 
It's so cold outside. I was depressed as shit. That's like the darkest thing I've ever experienced. Hands down. It was just the worst time I've ever, ever had was like November to April. And that's when I like made a friend. That's my Korean friend. And she like, like dragged me out of this mud and like gunk that I was in. Or at least helped me get out. No, she basically dragged me out. Because we had, uh, yeah, just that we shared this thing together and um, a project together. And I was like, hey, let's stay in touch. And I don't think she was, <laughs> she didn't feel the same way. But I was really just trying to make a friend at that time. Like, honestly, I was so innocent. Um, and I, I didn't really, I was still kind of like really uh, ignorant to the world and like diversity and all that stuff. I was really, I, I don't know, just really ignorant towards it and could not see past like the United States really. I could see, I could probably see as far as London, but it wasn't until I started like seeing till as far as Korea and learning about the Korean conflicts, Korean people, like Korean culture. Um, and just Dengus's stepsister was Korean she was adopted um, and she was rad so Brittany she was cool and so just knowing her knowing Dengus's sister uh, how cool Koreans were because she's so rad and her kids are like super bright so like I kind of just I know we just became friends really quick and it was really cool because I wouldn't say she was in the same place I was in, but I think it, that's not up to, for me to say. I think we're all, that experience of meeting her and getting dragged out of this whole entire thing and ending up where I am now, at least still trying to catch my breath, completely paranoid as shit that I'm going to get fired, right? Like I still have, I don't know if it's imposter syndrome, maybe not imposter syndrome. It's more of like, eh, we had these like, bad experiences that are causing these fears. So I'm not even out of the woods yet, like looking back then, but looking back at where I was then and just like how fucked up things were. God damn. I don't know, I kind of wish I would have caused more of a mess though. Like in certain, in certain places on my way out, I kind of do. Well, I definitely do, but it's not, it's not what you did, it's what you didn't do. The things that haunt you are the things you didn't do, not what you did. It's okay to feel lost. It just means you're alive. I tell myself a thousand times, from the ashes we will rise. It's okay to feel lost. Walk through the flames and see you're only left with what you need. No, but um, you know where we were yesterday getting the fishing poles? So the chick that owns that place, or at least that garage, whatever, she's, uh, she, was in, she owns the house or was in charge of the house that I was staying in. And she's so rad, like, if, I don't know, man, she cut me a break. She's so helpful. Um, but anyway, like just, I, I have this new appreciation of friendship and I even told Lord this and a lot of this stuff is just a bunch of stuff I regurgitated, uh, to Lord earlier too, anyways, cause all of this stuff came out like in one form or another, whether it was like through fashion or through whatever makeup, <laughs> like green hair and, uh, eyeliner. Like, whatever it is, it was still coming out in some way, some, some form or another, whether I was saying it with words, vocally, or expressing it in another way. But at the same time, like, I went through such a transformation, a metamorphosis, a personal metamorphosis, during, between November and June, I would say, June 1st. We'll just say November 1st and June 1st. 
I went through such a metamorphosis through those, what, seven months? That people would not even recognize me now and good riddance anyway. But I think it's, I would not be this person I am today had it not been for that incredible amount of adversity between those seven months. And if it had not been for the help of friends in Korea, in Arizona, Lordy, and parents, but pets too. I think I am one of those people that's quick to judge when people are like, oh yeah, my puppy or my kitty. Yeah, mama's dogs, mama's puppies. I'm always like, dude, I don't, I'm not cool. Like, I don't want like But I had a pet and Lord uh, understands too, I think. Um, just having a pet and someone who loves you is it means like it can like change the trajectory of your or someone that just believes in you someone who's willing to give you a chance and doesn't have isn't it's not a rush to judgment it's not but they just kind of believe in like who you are i think once you get that and people stop like kicking you in the stomach for a minute so you can catch your breath i think you get a lot of people that are pretty like vicious beneath this, maybe like really bubbly and happy and nice, but beneath the surface, they're the type of people that can be like very vicious and very, there's like a dark side, I think, that a lot of people went through, not just me, there's tons of people out there that experienced this dark, sad loneliness that kind of created either a good thing or a bad thing. And I try now coming out of this thing to, yeah, let's get more vaccines. Let's, I started drinking milk with like treated with growth hormones, right? Like I just was like, dude, give me the vaccines. Give me the growth hormone milk. Like, let's go. Let's, I'm done with this shit. I'm done playing it safe, kinda. Like, let's go. Dye my hair platinum blonde. My hair is platinum blonde and silky smooth too. Looks good. Looks hella, hella good. It looks cool though. I, what, what do I care? I'm, I'm behind a mask all day anyway now. And that, hey, I'm all for that too. Because I can just wear a mask all day, put some headphones on. I was wearing, I was wearing some headphones today during day two. I'm just doing like computer work and filling out like retirement stuff. Like real on, full on big corporation company bullshit. I was feel, I was there right next to this level three scientist, level three scientist or level whatever specialist, those special ops, black ops, operation cyclone. Thank you so much for listening to me whine. You guys are the coolest.